Welcome to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo, your podcast for all things holistic health and wellness from a Christian worldview. All right. Well, it's good to be back with you guys again. Today's topic, which I'm sure you've already seen on your device or whatever you're listening to, is a very sweet one. We're talking about sugar today. I'm just trying to add my dad jokes wherever I can. We're really, it just tastes so good. No, sugar is a hot topic. It has been ever since we've processed it and boiled it down and put into a lot of things. Problem, I think, Kate, and maybe you can you can add in some more, is just we have so many ways that sugar gets creeped into food and processed. It's in everything. It's in everything. I don't think we realized how much sugar we consumed until we were in the middle of a 21 days of prayer and fasting fast with our church. And at the time I was pregnant and so I was not really in a place that I could do a literal fast from food. Um, at least I felt safely at the time. And so we were kind of looking at, well, what would be a really challenging fast for us that we could safely do? And so for those of you that maybe don't understand what a fast is, right? A fast is where you give up something, typically food or water or something like that, for a certain period of time to focus on your time with Jesus. It's it's to give up something, a, a comfort that reminds you that you're, you have control over your flesh and not your flesh over you. Just just a really brief thing. It's something that's yes. really found in, in biblical scripture. It's really important for us as Christians uh, to have times where we do that and remind ourselves that, you know, God, God, Jesus, when he became flesh, he did the same thing. He spent the first 40 days right before he started his public ministry, he went out into the wilderness, didn't eat or drink for 40 days, which was really intense. Um, and again, just to kind of show himself that he had control over his, over his flesh. So we chose to do sugar, and we figured it would be challenging to some degree. Like, we like maple syrup in our morning coffee and things, but wow, I don't think we quite recognize the extent to which it had creeped into our diet, like, as a whole. Yeah. So just some brief facts. There are 61 different names for sugar that are used as ingredients wow. in America. Wow. Um, so you can literally be looking for sugar and you won't find it sometimes on yes. your packaging, which is really sneaky. Probably most of the time you won't find it listed as sugar. Yeah. And usually they end in OSE, like O-S-E, maltose, fructose, fructose dextrose, sucralose, oligos. Yes. There's a lot of different types of sugar. And the average American is consuming 17 teaspoons, which is way more than per, three times. That's per day. Per day. Oh, yes. Per day. Yeah. More than two to three times the recommended amount. And I would just like to say, like, I know we were consuming nowhere near that. And we still felt mildly addicted to this substance. Like, it was definitely a little bit of a withdrawal when we took it completely from our diet. And most of it, again, is hidden. We talked about that. That's why you have to get smart. You have to be able to read read labels. That's a great place to start. Again, I know you've, if you've heard our other uh, our other podcast on diet and, and what's, what makes up a healthy diet, it really starts with knowing what you put into your body. And labels are so important because the packaging is so misleading. Greenwashing, which is the practice of making a product look and appear healthier than it really is, is so prevalent today because the average consumer is looking to be healthier and they do want to make a better choice with their dollar. And so companies are taking advantage of that. And so you really have to be um, an informed consumer and understand exactly what you're purchasing if you want to know what you're directing your dollars towards. Yeah. I mean, there's some research that even shows 
how how much we crave it. I mean, it's it's as addictive as certain narcotics and level two narcotics. I gave up Oreos after I learned that fact. I think it was the study was Oreos, or there was a study done yeah. on Oreos and yeah. how it affected your brain like cocaine, right? Well, they, they so what they did is they, they, they did a, an MRI, a scan of your brain. They found what levels and how much it lit up certain parts and sensory information in your brain and found it was comparable to cocaine. So yes, the hit that you get with cocaine is roughly the same hit you get with certain sugars, and that's why it's that's why people will go to like great lengths to. I mean, you hear stories of people consuming you know a, an entire twelve pack of diet coke a day because they just they just need it's a fix mm. they have to have. It's not that I'm super anti anything like that. I mean, I, again, I want to say this diet coke is it's not just be aware, us. just yes. be aware yeah. of what you're consuming. Um, because sugar, even healthy sugar, always does come with a level of a blood spike, and we'll share the ways that we choose to healthfully enjoy sugar a little later. But if you have never done a sugar detox, this is a great place to start because it gives you such a good baseline of where you're including sugar in your diet. And for us, really, it was moving forward. Like, what's the most bang for our buck places that we include sugar in our diets? So for me, it's maple syrup in my coffee, bar none. I would rather give up all other sugar than maple (laughs) syrup in my coffee. Yeah, That's what I enjoy the most. And I think that is kind of the point of the podcast we're getting across too, is like mindfully consume what you enjoy the most. Yes. And and be mindful again to to, to find that in the least processed way possible. For me, the biggest thing about our our, uh, sugar fast showed me was how distorted my taste buds were. Yeah. I mean, we would have, you know, we get fresh berries from a farmer's market. And I like I like fruit. Fruit's good. You know, strawberries are really delicious. But it was after three weeks of not tasting really any processed or unprocessed sugar, it was wild how sweet a strawberry was to me. It was it was just like for the first time I'm having this, I'm going, oh my goodness. It doesn't take very long for your for your body to reset some of those neurological pathways no. like taste. It's it's crazy. So and even for a brief other example is Scout. She doesn't really get much sugar at all other than fruit. And she loves plain, unsweetened yogurt, literally with nothing on it. No syrup, no nothing, no honey, <laughs> just plain, unsweetened taste to her. Probably better than the sweetened version I would imagine at this so. point. So yeah. you really can train your body to crave kind of whole foods with lower sugar content. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kay Seppo. If you have any questions or topic ideas, you can reach out to the Daily Well Podcast on our website, myhopefm.net. Just click podcast. Some of my favorite sugars that I like to consume, obviously other than fruits, because that has fiber mixed in and it's very phytonutrients. Yes. What God has given is so good for you. Yeah. But I personally really like honey and maple syrup. One, because they are found in nature and they come as a whole food, not stripped of nutrients, meaning that it carries with it some extra vitamins and minerals that can help to offset the sugar spike. But also they're really expensive and it makes me extremely mindful of how much I'm using. If I'm going to spend $10, $12 on this jar of sweetener, you know it's going to last me for a while. That's not something I'm going through in just one week. Whereas if you get this, you know, big 50 pound bag of sugar for the same price, you're not really being as cautious perhaps of how much you're using. And so I like to use the higher quality and it just, it keeps me mindful. Yeah. And again, it, it, it's an additional step to your, it's not just already in something. So you have to go out of your way to put it in. And it's just one more step yep. that you have to think about. And for me, that's, that's what it is. is if, if I, and this is kind of with anything again, with, with, with exercise or with my diet, if I can remove um, my excuses, like if I can just grab a bag of chips, 
I'm gonna grab a bag of chips. I mean, let's just be honest. I'm gonna call a spade a spade. I like <laughs> I like snacking. I like crunchy. what's available is what you use. Yeah, and so if it's not there and I have to put it together, I have to be that much more mindful to be intentional about what I'm doing. And I don't just grab it absentmindedly because there's three or four steps involved. So that really makes me stop and think for sure. I know we almost never buy baked goods or dessert or a lot of things with sugar. And if we do. If we do, it is one of those like tiny pints of ice cream because we, maybe we just don't have good self-control, Andrew. I feel like if it's in our house, we eat it. And well, I, so- think I, think we're, I think we're mindful. This is us being real, guys. We're mindful about that, right? I mean, we, we can't just have a tub of ice cream. Like, growing up, I used to have a gallon of ice cream in our freezer and I would just go and get it. I couldn't do that. If I, if I again, knowing, knowing where you're weak at. It makes you even want it every day. Even if you don't, you only eat a serving, like you still want it every day because you know it's in your freezer. But no, I like making all of our stuff from scratch at home because one, it gives me control over quality of ingredients and how much sugar. Yep. And two, it demonstrates that I'm really in the mood for something if I'm willing to make the batch of cookies or yep. whatever it is that we're wanting. Yep. So like everything, it's not about being scared about a food group, but about being empowered to make the best decisions for you and your family. So if you are somebody that wants a sweeter coffee and, you know, and <laughs> you're, not, you're not as manly as me and I drink my coffee straight black. Is In exchange for dessert. Yes. Um, <laughs> know what types of sweeteners and sweet products you find of most value to you and your family. Yeah. And maybe focus on including those in the most healthful way you can and eliminate other things. Mm-hmm. So just know that there's sugars in anything that's processed, salad dressings, condiments, breads, anything you buy, especially if it says low fat, is going to be laden with sugar. So just be aware of where it's at and choose to consume what you find the most joy in consuming. Yeah, I think the, the, the last thing too, really, it's just for me, I've already said this and I'm just reiterating it, but God gave us food all throughout scripture. We're, to enjoy. We're, yeah, he gave us food. And I mean, all throughout scripture, there's just feasts. There's 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 this this indulgence of food and uh, all of you know of just of just what God has given us. And at the end of the harvest, there there's these great big thanks of what. And so it's not like eating is bad. Eating is a good thing, and it's meant to be good. And so for us, the whole thing is just as close to God has given us something. We want to enjoy it in that way, whether that's you know fruits and vegetables growing in our backyard or from the farmer's market because they grew somewhere in the county or that kind of stuff. We want to enjoy things as close to as God intended, hopefully as God intended. That's the whole point. Uh, and our, our mission and, and our journey is to be just good stewards of what God's given us. And that includes being mindful about our, the practices it took to grow that food. Amen. Yeah. So hopefully this helps you. Hopefully you're just a little bit more aware of where and how you're consuming sugar and that this information is used to empower you and your family. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. We pray that you're able to take a piece of information back to use for your health journey. And if you'd you'd like to reach out to us, you can at myhopefm.net. Just click podcast.